Hi, my name is Juju, and welcome to the Go Deep, where we're going to do just that. Go deep inside your brain. Go deep, go deep, go deep inside your brain. This is a self-exploration podcast. I'll be here speaking with professionals who specialize in different methods of discovering your sense of self, whether that's physical, psychological, or spiritual. Together, we'll be going real deep to bring to the surface new perspectives and mind-opening material to enrich your experience of life. A lot of this is going to be lesser known and unconventional because I'm lesser known and unconventional. And probably so are you. So happy to have you on this journey. Get ready to go deep. Go deep, go deep. On today's episode, I speak with Trisha Spitz, who is launching her own podcast because she is passionate about the fact that anyone can transform their lives. That's right, you can too, baby boo. She knows it because she's done it. Trisha has had a previous life where she was in a domestically abusive relationship, which she left and reinvented her life some time ago. She is a strong believer that if she can come out of that and entirely transform her life into the happy life she has today, that anyone can do it. It's about taking the leap of faith and going out of your comfort zone, as well as having boundaries. We talk about all ways of reinvention, internally or externally, small or large, and also when you have to do it versus when you want to do it. Enjoy the episode. Today I have Trisha Spitz on the Go Deep podcast. Welcome, Trisha. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Today's topic is on reinventing your life. So before we get into the topic, I'd love if you could share a little bit about yourself, maybe your upbringing, where you're from, where you currently are, um, any context. Well, I'm originally from California, from Orange County. Um, I grew up there and let's see, then I've, I've moved around a little bit. So I went from California. Uh, I left California after um, a bit of a, a, a breakup, bad breakup, and I moved to Hawaii. And then from Hawaii, I moved to Hong Kong, where I, uh, I worked and I met my husband, had my children there. We moved to Singapore, then we moved to Madeira, then we moved to Portugal. And finally, here we are back in Australia. Well, back, I had never been here before. So we moved to Australia, to Sydney. And uh, three years ago, we moved to South Australia. Mm. So here I am. You were probably here in a past life then. That's why you're saying back in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, you're probably right. I have been told I've had a few of those uh, past lives. So yes. <laughs> really? Yes, I have been told. I have been told. Not only am I old... Uh, now but old in lives <laughs> in past lives how old does that make me feel geez all right rub salt in my wound <laughs> you know I my psychic says that I'm a very old soul as well so we have that in common <laughs> okay good I feel so comfortable now one 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 old soul to another old soul here we go exactly and we're both Sagittariuses Yes, and that's a very good sign. Very yeah. good sign. Yeah. Of course, because we, we, yeah, we're special because we are. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, like actually, I was talking to a, a few friends about this. Like everyone who's a Sagittarius just thinks that we have the best sign, and we're always just like we're so proud of being Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, on the topic of reinventing lives, so, and I think I, I was actually thinking about this last night on this topic because a lot of the things that I discuss on this podcast 
don't necessarily cause for a change in your external environment. It's more of a change on your internal because the podcast is all about going deep inside of you to kind of understand yourself further and make those changes there before changing your whole external environment. Because usually I think people, um, People see life as, oh, if I, if I get this, then I'll feel that. If I change my job, I'll feel great. If I change my location, I'll feel amazing. And so this podcast is, is more about like changing yourself to feel amazing or not necessarily changing, but understanding yourself in order for you to feel um, better within any environment. However, I still, of course, strongly believe that, you know, it's, it's a mix of both. It's a mix of altering your state of consciousness and your state of awareness and also transforming things in your life that either are no longer serving you or that you really truly desire, like manifesting or anything like that. So of course, it's about shifting your external environment or even just reinventing yourself entirely. Sometimes, you know, lives are called for that. So, and I know that you have a passion about really anyone can reinvent their life. I so do. do you want to speak a little bit more on that? Yeah, well, I believe that you either re- you reinvent yourself or transform yourself, whatever, you know, you want to call it, either by default or by design. You know, either you you're forced into something that, you know, uh, perhaps you don't you don't have a choice. And and so you do you you just do what it's sort of like doing what you have to do. Um, in my case, um, when I was younger, I was in a, 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 a very um, a domestically violent relationship. And so I believe that was uh, it took a long time, but then it was by default. I had no choice but to get out and, you know, well, I did have a choice. I could have stayed or, or I decided to get out. And then it was a, a, of having to just think, what am I going to do now? I, I, and I literally it was by default. Um, but I think that there's a lot of people that by, like you said, by design, it's a, it's a case of, oh, if I have this or if I cheat, if, if I get to my next goal, if I get to my next goal. But you're right. By going deep and understanding why you want that, why you think that's going to change, because we all know that sometimes when you get to that, it's like you get it and you're like, ah. Well, maybe it's not that thing. Maybe it's, you know, something else. I need to, I need to figure out the next move. So I just feel that you can, if, I think if you change your environment, it's not always going to be, it's not always going to change you because you know, the saying, some people never change, you know, you can't, what is that? You can't teach an old dog, new trick. You can't, you know, all these sort of old time, old time sayings, see old past life sayings. Uh, um, it's not necessarily true. I think it all depends on the person, you know, it depends on what and, and what it is you're searching for. You know, it wasn't until, you know, uh, we talked a a while ago and and I actually thought about um, you asked me about a a moment. And I I said to you um, that aha moment. Yeah. You know, I I always wanted an aha moment. I always wanted a You know, people talk about what was the defining moment in your life when you decided to do this. And I'm like shit, I don't have one of those. I really want one of those. How am I going to get one of those defining moments? What, you know, everyone, everyone talks about it. God, that's the one thing I don't have. And then after talking, I thought, I do have that moment. I have that moment, a big flashing light of moment. And sometimes I think that we, we don't realize it's not a, like I was looking for a flash or a, you know, like a, you know, like that bolt that, that this is it it's not necessarily like with my life you know personally I just went from from one thing to the next it's just kind of maybe it's just in my personality I just like you know okay well on to the next thing without thinking without literally a plan 
doesn't sound very good, but yeah, there was no real actual plan. It just sometimes you write it out and 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 figure, okay, well, I'll just see what happens. And I think sometimes when you just see what happens, that's when it happens. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah, sometimes you have to take the leap in order for you to kind of get to your new reality. Yep, yep. And and it is. It's a leap of it's a leap of faith. And you know what? <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out the way that you're hoping. Mm -hmm. But I think that all those things, you know, like people think back and and think of, oh, if I would have done this or a regret or that. I I don't think of any of the things in, in my life personally that I regret, even that that violent relationship, mm -hmm. because every one of those made me uh, a different person, a, a stronger person or a person that thought, nah, this isn't good or wow, that I want more of that. It, it, it changes each thing that happens in your life. You can never think of it as a mistake. You can only, I, I personally think you've got to look at it as a lesson. Sometimes it, it's an expensive lesson, but it, it's a lesson. I totally agree with that. And I think, I think a lot of people who are listening could if you think about your life and everything that has happened, and if you think about really the bad things that have happened, like just have in mind something negative that has happened to you where during the time you were like, this is awful. I wish this wasn't happening. And then think about when you came out of it and how you felt when you came out of it, of there was a transformation of some sort that made you who you are right now as you're listening. And would you have taken that away? Maybe, but then you wouldn't be who you are today. So it's, it is like the, you know, I think that there's beauty in darkness because when you go into the dark, there is like strength and transformation. So I think a lot of people can relate. And of course, I mean, that's terrible to be in the situation that you were in. What was kind of happening internally for you to, to take that leap of faith? Um, it's funny because like I haven't, oh, I haven't I, it's sort of like you, there's parts of your lives that you don't think about on a, well, I haven't thought about it for years, <clears throat> many, many years. And I sort of went on with my, my new life yeah. and, and didn't go back there. But when I go just lately been thinking about it and when I put myself back in that time, it was fear. Mm. It was fear that made me take that leap. It was, um, and, and I listened to one of your podcasts uh, uh, on shame and that also was a, a moment for me to think, you know what? I think a lot of that I kept as shame. Mm -hmm. um, I blamed myself that I allowed it. And I also, um, I'm a kind of person, I don't know about, I don't know if this is a Sagittarius thing, but I, um, I'll stand up and go, no, no, you, you know, I'm not going to take it. Like when I get to a point and it's sort of like, um, uh fire and what like red red to a bull yeah so yes oh yeah you think you're gonna do that you know we just, <laughs> you, you, you have to really think about the, the person that you're doing that to okay so I I didn't really think about the person I did that to so I took that part of that as blame of myself that it was my own fault and and so I, I I think that was um shame and that and so I I kept that and didn't didn't take that leap until fear came in when I realized the situation that I was in and I think it was fear it was adrenaline it was a it was a moment it, it was absolutely mm -hmm. a moment in time that I switched and decided I got to go and I just couldn't, um, I couldn't look back, but yeah, God help everyone that came in my path after that, because, <laughs> oh dear, because then I was like, oh, talk about coming out of something and going, oh yeah, 
well, that's never going to happen to me again. And, and so I had to um, reinvent myself to be strong and to realize when something was happening that, that I could say no. I, I finally realized that I am the power to say no or to say yes. It's only me. I only have myself to be accountable for. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big moment in, in a person's life, too, is to realize you only have to be accountable to yourself. And, yeah. and I think so many times we are accountable to other people. We care so much about what other people think or, you know, what are they going to say? I cared a lot about um, I got myself into a situation mm-hmm. where I was advised not to. So, of course. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone that they were right. So what am I going to do? I'm just going to ride that situation out so that I don't need to tell anyone they were right. And I think sometimes we do that, whether it's in our careers or our personal life or whatever, we, we don't want to fess up. So we just stick with it. And then there's got to be a moment in yourself that you realize, you know, what, what's going to happen if, if someone else... It, I think I also realized that the people that love you and care about you, they don't care about um, what you've done or that sort of thing. If they love and they care about you, they care about you Mm -hmm. as your person, not what's happening. You know, they just want to protect you. And, And that's, you know, that's finally, that's also a moment of realizing, well, I don't have to be ashamed of things. I can just be honest. Totally. That's one thing too, you know, people can get caught up in these situations where actually you're the only person who can know when you're in a situation where kind of things just happen, right? Like things escalate and take step by step. And all of a sudden you're in a situation that you never thought that you would be in. And then your ego is there as well. And your ego doesn't want to be seen as in this situation. And then you're kind of like, compassionate caring part is there as well that's like oh like making excuses and understanding but then there's a part that doesn't want to fess up to what's actually happening there's probably a part of protection that's like um like self-denial a little bit and then Mm. once you zoom out which I mean it, it depends on the situation that you're in um but then there there's a moment of zooming out and being like wait hold wait a minute a point of moment of realization where then you kind of go into the next, you leap into the next uh, reality and and experience of life. It's so true. I mean, so many things, I think so many people, I'm so passionate about that. They find themselves in a situation that you didn't actually, um, I don't want to, you might've chosen it, but for a different reason and you didn't see the picture and then you're exactly right. All of a sudden you're in it. And, and your reality is not necessarily someone else's reality. Like people from the outside looking in, we always say that, right? See it totally different than when you're on the inside. Totally. In, inside, you're like, when people would tell me, I'm like, oh, of course I went back to just jealous. Oh my God, they're just jealous. <laughs> Trying to warn me like, oh my God, look at what, <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, I don't. Why don't I listen to other people? Um, but yeah, when you're once you get in there, and then you've you're in that situation, and you're exactly right. Your feelings of of uh, you know your compassion for someone else. Your and and also in in my situation, it was I was I was watching a a show the other night, just like it's weird, but on uh, you know animals how they in the wild. They separate the weak ones from the prey, you know, for their prey. So they separate them. And that's exactly when I was thinking, I thought, you know what? That's exactly what happened to me. That's exactly. I was, I was separated from the herd and I was alone and didn't want to tell anyone. And I kept it to myself. And I hid it. And there were all those feelings of, of, of compact, you know, and, and blame of myself and that. But I was isolated from my herd. Wow. And that was when I was so vulnerable, so vulnerable. 
And I think I think uh, people get into that situation. And I will say, for me, I was very fortunate. Um, my family, and I was also fortunate. I didn't have um, children. Like I, my heart just like breaks for people when they've got they've got children involved as well. It's a whole different story. I only had myself to you know be accountable for. Um, so I think there's so many emotions that come into things. And when you're, you're not just yourself, but your family's involved is also does with people's, you know, your mind, you've got to think of, of, of everyone, right? Not just yourself. Yeah. I think also cults do that as well. I think cults in order to like, uh, get people into their cult, they ice, they go for those who are isolated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think about it because then then that's the only thing that the person knows yeah. and they're surrounded by others with the same. And, and it is, and that's another case of, of being on the inside where people are on the outside of that cult going, uh-uh, this is not good. You, you, we need to get out. And they're like, no, they love me. And this, you know, and look, and yeah, because they're on the inside. Very, yeah. yeah. It's mm. so easy to give advice when you're not in the situation. Oh, it's, so, it's so easy and doesn't doesn't the person in the situation want to go uh okay really are you walking in my shoes really I, I know really think <laughs> oh my gosh the person in the situation will be like can you just fuck off with your advice <laughs> oh, thank you for saying that because I really was I was really holding that back but I really wanted to say you know for fuck's sake really do you know what this like you know I was thank so thank you um, because that was just so, so in my, in my mind, you read my mind. So then going into kind of reinvention, I mean, what do you think in terms of, um, people reinventing their lives on, you know, what should people do if they're thinking about reinventing life or even from your story on, on reinventing your life and kind of like the next steps that you took or, or the shift that you had in your head? Yeah, well, I think, Julie, it comes down to like, you know, what we talked about in the beginning about by default or by design. And I think sometimes we get, you know, people get to a point in their life where is this it? Is this, you know, is this? And you know what? Nothing's wrong with that. Like you get some people get to a point and they're like, happy, you know, there's nothing like they're, it's amazing to be happy in, in what you're doing. Right. And then there's others, I think, that just that's not what the, the, they're missing. They think they're missing something. Um, do you know, like I've wanted, an, that's another thing, you know, the aha moment I always wanted, well, I found that, thank you very much. I did find that. The other thing I always wanted was a purpose. I like everyone, that's the new thing. Like, could I have a purpose in life? I need a purpose. Yeah. And I and like, what's my purpose? I haven't found my purpose. And I, I look back at my life, I think, I've done, I've done several different things, but are they my, per and what it, what's the defining thing of your purpose, right? Yeah. I think, uh, I think we all search for that. And then, well, I think that, that does, we all must have a purpose. We just don't know, like when we found it sometimes, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And then I, I read somewhere that our goal is to find, it should be to find your purpose. And then what should happen with that purpose is you should give it away. So once you find your purpose, it's a gift that you need to pass on, so to speak. Mm. And if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think but it, 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 but it, it's finding that. And I think that when you're in a, in a point of your life and you're, you're at crossroads and you, um, you know, which way do I go? It also comes down to, um, I think it comes down to what your what direction you want to go. Is it just you? Are you just responsible for yourself? Are you you know because we all know people. I know several people that you know it, it's um it's security. Sometimes we stay in our spot because of security, and that's. <laughs> And come on, we got to all admit, we all need, so we've got to make a living. We've got, so sometimes that's what I think stops people is 
that feeling of oh, if I if I go and I do this and I'm just going to like jump into something I well, I've got no security if it doesn't work. But I think that sometimes you've got to just go. With, I think you've got to go all in. I don't think you can go um, part way. You can't hedge your bets. And and we all know that you know the saying about risk and reward. Yeah. The more, the more you risk, okay. Uh, the bigger the reward, but you've got to you've got to be a, you've got to be a risk taker in some in some instances, and, and I don't mean in excuse me in all instances of life, but you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like do I do I do I quit what I'm doing and do what I want? And I see so many people like uh, on social media that that like oh my god, I decided to to just take the jump. I did it. And look, I'm doing something I love. And that saying of do what you love for a living and you'll never work another day in your life. Mm-hmm. I think that's an amazing saying, but come on, in reality, in reality, <laughs> you know, how many of us get paid to do what we love? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the, it, that's, I think that's the, the 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 goal the you know of everyone to maybe not get paid for it but to do what they love and it's just finding finding that and for myself I finally got to a point where I'm like oh I need a purpose and I thought you know what I love I really love hearing other people's stories about how they've gone through life and and reinvented themselves like you know I've got friends that you know have become all of a sudden they were in a 10-year marriage and all of a sudden there's a breakup Mm -hmm. well you gotta you gotta redefine your life real quick you know and and that's scary yeah that was like my mom actually she was uh with my dad for 10 years um and when I was three they got a divorce And so she had to entirely reinvent. Now she was a single mom of three kids and she went back into the workplace, like divorced my, my dad. Um, Yeah. It was a total shift. And plus at the time, divorces weren't as common as they are now. And she came from a family. Her parents were in love until the day my grandfather died. So she came from like a World War II American love story home where they had 10 kids and all of that. And then she found herself in a situation where she couldn't be with my dad anymore. And she had three kids and now had to go back into work. Oh, wow. You know what's amazing about that, Julie, is my mom was the same. No way. I I was nine when my dad left. And I just, it was only a couple of days ago, my husband actually said to me, he said, we were talking about single, single parents. And he said, well, you were raised by a single mom. And I went, no, I wasn't. He goes, uh, I'm pretty sure you were. And I went, oh my God, I never thought of her as this. And it was the same. She hadn't worked. She had found herself, you know, having to get, go into the workplace. Yeah. And she was known as the, and it was back probably before your mom, like back in the divorcee. Yeah. She was a divorcee. And like the friends that they had as a couple went to my dad's side. And like, it was like my mom was like an outcast, so to speak of, you know, she was the single woman, but yes, the same. And, and you're, you know, as we're talking, this is like a moment I'm thinking of my mom and it, she had to, that's exactly, she had to, just reinvent herself from yeah from scratch with you know kids and just that maybe that's Julie maybe that's where it started for us I mean it probably I mean yeah because my mom went she was working while while she had us she was working in my dad's businesses because he had businesses so there was like even more intertwining with my dad on like his businesses and everything and then she went back to her original career afterwards. So it was, it's pretty interesting. Like, and me too. I mean, of course I knew that she was a single mom, but I think only in my adult life did I actually acknowledge how difficult that must have been because she made it look so easy. 
Like it just was so seamless. I was like, yeah, like, oh yeah, this is normal. It just seemed like very, very easy for her when of course, now that I'm an adult, I imagine raising three kids by herself. Like, and my dad, he was around a bit, like took us some weekends and stuff, but she really raised us entirely. So like that whole like reinvention, yeah, she was in a situation where she had to reinvent. Yeah, by default, she had no choice. Yeah. No choice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 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 sorry, but are you so are you the oldest, the middle, or the youngest? I'm the youngest. Yeah, me me too. You too? Oh my gosh. We are the same. I love it. And I love being the youngest because I remember like growing up, I would be like like I would try to get out of chores as much as possible because I'd be like, I'm too little. And then they'd be like, uh, at one point they're like, you're 16 years old. I'm like, I'm too little. <laughs> Do you know what I used to, Oh my God, that's hysterical. I used to like, if there'd be like a holiday, right. Uh, you know, like Thanksgiving or something, my sister, my older sister, uh, my mom, they'd be in the kitchen. My sister would come in and she'd go, what are you doing? Get in here. And I'd go, uh, excuse me, someone has to entertain the guests, okay? I'm going to, I'm, you get in there and do that. And I was like, I stayed out of that kitchen as long as possible because I figured if I never saw what happened in there, I would never have to get in there and do that. I did pretty good most of my life till I, you know, eat, you know, then I was single and I, you know, you just eat fast food and stuff like that. And then, you know, but now, okay, I've, I've reinvented myself. I'm not... <laughs> I'm no chef by any imagination, but, but yes, but as the youngest one, exactly get away with, yeah, like, oh, mom, oh, they did this, and you know what, I was so stupid, I did not realize, so I would tell my mom, I was a bad kid, I would tell my mom when she'd come home from work, I'd go, oh, God, they did this to me, and then they beat me up, and they did this, and my mom go, really? I go, oh, yes, look, I scratched myself. I literally scratched myself, saying my sister did it, and what I didn't realize is when my mom left again, oh, my God, was I going to be in trouble, because I was left with my sister and brother. It's like, how stupid a kid was I? It's like, I really am going to get it. All these things I made up that they did, they're going to do to me when she leaves. Oh, Oh, dear, dear, dear. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the thing on purpose that you were talking about before. I, so I've kind of come to this space of, and this is how I operate in life currently. And this could always change. I'm forever changing and evolving. So this, you know, this could change. But right now, I think at some point in time, I was looking for purpose And I thought that what I was, what I do would bring me purpose, right? So I thought if I changed this, I would get purpose. If I like lived my life in a different way, I would live with purpose. Now I have come to this space of it's no longer what I do that brings me purpose. It's how I do it that makes me define living with purpose. Wow. And so that, yeah, that was a big realization for me because now it's the way I move through life. It's how I treat people, how I experience my life, um, like how I do things that, that makes me, I feel like my life is so meaningful and it's not that, you know, like, it's not that I'm doing something that I think would be typically meaningful in terms of like, you know, I, I have volunteered before, but it's not like I'm volunteering every weekend that makes my life meaningful. You know, it's like the day to day feels meaningful in, in the things that I do every day or in the way that I I love that. I love that. Do you know what? That is so think about your daily things. Like sometimes I think, Oh, it's so trivial, but like if I go out when I'm working and like I'll, someone will be, you know, in one of the offices and I'll, Hey, how's it going? And that we'll start talking to shooting and shit and, and and laughing and stuff. I come away feeling so good. It's ridiculous. And like the person will go, Oh, you know, thank you. It was great talking to you. Do you know what? Like my day is like made. I'm like, 
and part of me feels like, oh God, that's so, so, you know, like somebody just said, oh, you know, but it fills me, it fills me up. Yeah. Like I feel such, um, is, accomplishment isn't the word, but just to, you know, when somebody's having a bad day, not that you go out with the intention to make them have a good day because, you know, you can't, but just to like talk to somebody that you see sitting there and you're like, hey, you know, come over here, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just think that fills me up. That's yeah. what I, I and, and it's sort of what you said about how you live. It's not so much what you do. Um, the, the thing that you do that defines you, your career or your, that isn't what, you haven't let that define you. What You're yeah. so much more than that. Yeah. There's so much more to you than your career. And that that's a, wow, that was an aha moment for you. You had an aha moment. I had an You've aha had moment. Several. <laughs> I had an aha moment. Yeah. And, and that was the thing. Cause I think, I don't know, I think in life, everyone thinks that their career defines if they're living life with meaning, but I just don't think so. I think, I mean, no, even whatever your career is, the way that you make people feel within your organization or how you approach whatever you're doing can actually bring so much meaning. Exactly. And, and if you think about it, like in the, in the old days, you know, in the old days, I think, I, oh dear God, I never thought I'd say these things, but yeah, I can say it now in the old days, uh, people would stay like, you know, and I wouldn't say normal people, regular people, whatever you want to say, would stay in a job, the same job for, you know, 30 yep. years. Mm -hmm. And then what happens when they get made redundant or something they have made their life that job has defined them and what a moment that's a moment of you know absolutely by default and some people go forward and and some people crumble and uh, and you can imagine doing the same thing for that you know I was fortunate I I married someone that oh gosh she's a chameleon like we would just move from one place to another and we never worked for a company we just uh you know had our own businesses and yeah, I was very fortunate that I just met someone that, um, you know, because I, I think, I do think, yeah, people, there are a lot that you define, but I think millennials now a day will, they will be chameleons of the future because they constantly, and I'm just broadly saying this, but constantly reinvent themselves with their careers because they have to, because life is so different now. You go from, you know, from one thing to another. It's not like, you know, and, and technology and everything keeps changing. So they have to change with it. And, and within that can change careers, can change lifestyle, can change so many things. But life is so different now in the future. That's so true. And can you give some context? So now we've spoken about um, your past. And so now your current status today and where you are. So my current status today uh, is I've, um, I've come to a point where I've decided that I want to do something from my heart. And something that, you know, that I've, I, I used to be, I always feel that I used to be a doer and then I became a talker and God knows I can talk. Uh, so I thought, well, I really need to do and talk at the same time and let others talk and let others tell their story. So uh, my passion going forward, is I'm going to start a podcast where I want to talk to other people who have reinvented by design or by default their, their lives. Because I really think that, especially nowadays, there's so, um, there's so much change going on in the world that I think they're, that sometimes just listening to someone else, just like you and I talking today and going, oh my God, that's me. Oh, yeah. I did that too. Is, is sometimes when you can connect to someone else's story, you can, it gives us um, confidence and the feeling of, you know what, I could, I, I think, yeah, if, I think I can just jump in and, and change, you know, so, mm -hmm. so that's where I'm, um, I'm at in my life. I'm, I'm, and I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot, but I think that there's still, I still think I got a lot of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot of years left. And um, so I might as well do something, uh, uh, you know, head first. Yeah, that's so exciting. 
Mm. Um, and now reinventing too, like, oh, the, can we talk about too? So you yeah. have shifted from, you know, your kind of past of being in that terrible relationship into kind of a new reality. So then what happened since? Since, since my new reality? Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> um, well, my, so, so going back to, yeah, when, when I left that, um, that uh, situation and I've, uh, yeah, I've changed, you know, several times over, I think, I think moving from, you know, country to country and I met, and I think some, and I think, I know, I, I, I also, my mom passed away. Mm. Um, she was quite young. And um, when I lost that connection with my mom, I was really close to her. Um, my family um, said they were moving to Hong Kong and, you know, did, did I want to go? And I thought, well, what the heck? I've never been there. Okay, let's do it. So I moved there. And I think because I had the attitude of, you know what? I'm happy in myself. I, I now have proved to myself I left that relationship and I've gone on to have other relationships. I've, I've gone on to do other things in my life. I'm, I'm happy in myself. And I now can say to myself, if I don't find that special person, you know what? I've got, I, can, I can do this on my own and I can live a, a, a good life because I'm, I'm happy on my own. And I don't think it was until that must have been another aha moment. Um, that I decided, yeah, if, if it happens, it happens. And yeah, I walked into uh, the gym and I am, um, and <laughs> the manager of the gym on the first night, I saw those uh, biceps and I thought, mm. <laughs> um, I need those in my life. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, 35 years later, we're still, uh, we're still together. So we had our children there, um, uh, our two sons and um, I've, yeah, we've moved all over the world and we've uh, both reinvented our lives over and over. And I think that, you know, looking back, like I never thought it was anything special, like, okay, when I say anything special, my, my sons are very special. My husband's very special. I don't want to degrade any of that. Um, but I never thought of my life as anything to, do you know what I mean? Too mm -hmm. different or to, but when I came to Australia and for my sons, so my sons are both, so they're both born in Hong Kong and my husband's a New Zealander and I'm an American. So they never lived in America and they had never lived in um in New Zealand mm. so what was hard for them is when people would say to them so what are you or where are you from <laughs> someone said to me say they should say they are citizens of the world because they never and that's what how we came about coming to Australia because we wanted them to have some sense of of belonging mm. um and and feeling that they were there they were from somewhere because they really you know weren't and so, yeah, as the world, um, I, you know, you raise your, your kids if you have children and then you get to, a, a, you get to the, next, the next thing. Yeah. And, um, and then they talk about um, when, you're, when you're older, you'll, you'll know this, <laughs> whether, it's, whether it's kids or pets or whatever, then you become an empty, they call it an empty nester, an empty nester. Mm, you heard that? I've heard of it, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, don't worry. It's way, way, way in the distance for you. Um, so then you become an empty nester and then you start reevaluating things and thinking, oh, because if I had my way, you know, my sons would have lived at home forever. It's like, oh, do you really want to leave? Like, it's so good here. <laughs> like, here, let me do your laundry for, oh, no, don't do that, honey. Oh, here. <laughs> now, my sons would deny that. They would say I made them do everything but it's not true um, but yeah and I think then I've come through that and I've come to a point now where um, yeah I can I can pretty much say to myself you know well now it's time to try something try something new again whether that you know I 
like we've been in South Australia for about three and a half years, but I keep saying to my husband, it's not my, it's not like, this isn't the end. He's like, oh, I know. So please, are you telling me something? No, I hope it's not the end. No, I, I don't mean that end. I mean, you know, it's just, I, I'm still got more moves in there. And then his answer is, well, you got a lot of shit to get rid of if you're moving again. <laughs> it's like, you better start getting rid of stuff. Um, you better be careful. I'll be getting rid of him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I think that, yeah, you come to a point and it's not, and I don't think it's an age thing, Julie. I do think it's, it's like you said about past lives. It's about, it's not so much an age thing because you, you know, look, I, I look at you, you're so young, but yet you've done so much. And there's people that would say, like, that's what I was going to say when I came to Australia and people were like, so you, you came from America and I go, oh, well, no, um, when you, and and then I would think, oh, I, you don't want to hear this long-winded story of where, you know what I mean? And you could, and I think for my sons, when they came, um, people would ask them where they were from. And I think it was a little bit hard because people that haven't moved around a lot mm. sort of take it as your, not your bragging, but your, you know, like I did, but it's not that, that at all. It's just your life. It's yeah. it, you've moved around you know what I'm talking about it's just something that you do and you just take it for granted in your life but people that haven't done that sort of take it as well am I well doesn't really say it but you know what I, did you get the vibe of what yes. it's like <laughs> it's like oh well you might be bragging or whatever about your, yeah, you about just, what you've done yeah and you're not it's just that that's all you know yeah Totally. Yeah, so so yeah. I think that yeah it's not so much a physical thing like you talked about it's not always a physical thing of reinventing yourself moving from place to place that can happen yeah. but it's it's what you said I love what you said about mentally yeah. um you know those the progression that you go through yeah I was thinking I mean I love your story I think it's really inspiring because there's a lot of different ways of reinvention. So, you, I mean, we can think about it in a lot of different ways. You're, you and your husband have been constantly reinventing yourselves while you're in this partnership, which I think there's a saying that I read on Instagram somewhere that's like, you know, being with someone is like, being there for all of the births of who they are, they're the new person that they are and all the deaths of who they were. Mm -hmm. Something like that. I'm probably butchering yeah. whatever beautiful quote was on Instagram. <laughs> um, and I think that that's so true because you can constantly reinvent yourself within a partnership. And also your partner could also be reinventing themselves. Reinventing yourself can look like a lot of things. It can look like the way that you're viewing the world, or it could look like your career, or it could look like what you do as a, as a hobby, or it could look like where you're moving to. Um, but that that's always like the, the, if we're going to then talk about what comes to mind right now is like manifestation on like creating new realities. It's like, you can begin to operate from a new reality and then that can be yours. You know, you might not know how you're going to get there because the universe works in mysterious ways, mm -hmm. but if you start putting um, like action and an energy towards something, it will grow. A hundred percent feed the seeds. That's exactly right. Not the weeds. That is so, that is so true. It depends what kind of weeds, but that's true. Um, that's very true. You know what? I used to say to my, I always said to my husband, I said, when I said I would follow you anywhere, Oh my God, I didn't mean it quite literally. I used to accuse him of sitting. I got him this world map and I used to say, I'm sure at night you spin around in that chair and go, oh, that's a good place. Let's move there because they were obscure. Like, and I go, yeah, okay, why not? And, and you're right. It's, it's that we were, I, I was very fortunate. But again, it wasn't until I, and that was another thing you talked about, you, I've heard you talk about is boundaries. Mm -hmm. I had boundaries and I knew 
what I, my boundaries were and what they weren't. And when you're in a partnership like that, and you can be in a partnership like that with yourself. Yes. Like, let's be honest. You can have that partnership with yourself. You don't even need a, a, a physical partner to have boundaries. You got to have boundaries with yourself. Like, nope, not going to go there. Nope, I am not going to let myself do that. And I've been very fortunate to be in a, a relationship, but it wasn't until I had the confidence in myself and my own um, boundaries to, you know, be able to say no. Yeah. So boundaries, I think we can talk a bit about boundaries too, because I think that this is kind of, um, everyone talks about boundaries nowadays on Instagram. I don't know why I <laughs> everything Instagram. <laughs> But it's like, it's like, okay, it's like we're raised with no boundaries whatsoever because we aren't like we're little kids and we don't know what's good for us and, and our parents want to protect us. And you say that you're not hungry and then they give you food anyway. And it's like, that's already <laughs> crossing a boundary, but actually you're a kid and you don't know what you want. So you should eat because it's eating. Exactly. Time. And, uh-huh. and actually we need boundaries and containers to grow kids. I assume I don't have one, but anyway. It's true. It is, you're very true. You've done your research well. <laughs> and it's like now I, I was definitely a people pleaser a few years ago. So mm-hmm. it's funny because I have this personality that's like pretty strong. People think that I was not a people pleaser but I totally was like, people think that I did have boundaries, but I didn't. It was just because my personality like doesn't show someone who might not have boundaries, but actually I didn't have them. And then it's like, there's kind of a progression because then when you start to realize that you're people pleasing all the time, then you try to draw hard boundaries, but actually they're way too hard because then your boundaries are just like, no, I won't do anything that anyone wants to do ever. And it's like, actually, wait, that's way too hard on the boundaries (laughs) because actually you got to give and take a little bit here. Um, But like now I'm at a state of, okay, boundaries. Yes. Yeah. I have them in order for me to preserve my energy for other people. And for me, you know, it's like prioritize me. If I feed me, I can fully show up for other people, but show up for other people in a way that I am enjoying or, you know, some, of course, sometimes you're with other, other people for them in like, um, in a state of helping them. So you're not going to be enjoying if they're going through something bad, but it's like showing up for people in a fully present way by containing your energy and preserving yourself and having alone time, I think is really important. Like having some you time, even like, you know, listening to podcasts, I think is a great uh, thing to just have for yourself. Yep. To chill out. You know, it's funny when I, first was with my husband he said to me he said and I remember the moment he said you have you have different friends and different people for different reasons mm. and you have to look out for, you have to look after yourself first because if you don't look after yourself first you can never look after anyone else and I thought oh my god he's a selfish shit well, I, you know, in my mind, I thought that what a selfish thing. Look out for yourself. Is he telling me? I'm thinking that he's telling me something. He's telling me he's going to look after himself first. But you know what? It's so true. What you just said, that's it. You have to look out for yourself because you have to feed yourself first before you can help anyone else. If you're in a state of, oh, you know, there's that word again, that oh state. <laughs> I should make that. We should learn how to spell that. Anyways, um, if you're in that state, you can't, you can't help anyone else, but you're, if you're in a good state of mind yourself, because you've, you've fed the, you know, you've fed the seed, you, you've done all the things for yourself. You're in a state of mind that you can help others, but in helping others, sometimes you, you help yourself. And that there's, there's one thing that, that I've always really been conscious of. I never wanted to to be um to need somebody to, to be needed to feel need to to feel needed to fill me up do you know what I mean oh, I'm yes. sure you, you've met someone that they need to be needed 
because that fills them up. External validation. Yes. It's like you need that and you feed off that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always been like so conscious. I don't want to be that, you know, that needy person. So I've got a boundary there of that, Mm -hmm. that it's not, it's not too hard, not not as hard as it could be, but yes, I, I know exactly what you're saying about that. It, It is so true. You have to have time for yourself. And I think in those times, Julie, is when you can validate the person that you are going forward. You can, you can give yourself permission in those times of whether you're chilling, you know, listening to a podcast or, or whatever you're doing, walking on the beach or, you know, those times that you're by yourself, you can just, and you know what I finally realized too, it's okay to just do nothing. Like they always, I've always heard the saying that men have a nothing box. Like you can say to them, what are you thinking? And they go, nothing. They're not, they're not thinking anything. Like I've got to be thinking something. And I thought, am I manly? I think I've got a nothing box because sometimes I'm like, when my thinking is something like I'll be walking, I'm thinking, no, I'm just not thinking of anything. I'm just walking along here thinking of nothing. I have that too. I have that too, for sure. If someone's listening and they're like, how do I set boundaries? How? The first step is just having time for yourself. So just set aside time for yourself. And, and I know that's easier said than done because we all have busy lives. Like, you know, if you have a partner, you have a job, you could have kids, like all of these responsibilities, you could own a business, you could like be helping other people. You're, you could live near your family and they, they take up a lot of your time. Like all of these things, they take up time and that's valid entirely. And also a lot of people feel like, they need to give like they're obligated and of course that people want to give to the people that they love people don't want to let down and hurt the people that they love but all it starts with all it starts with is a little bit of you time if you can squeeze it in somewhere and maybe it's like a few minutes a day uh, meditating. I don't know. It could look like a lot of things, but as long as you start, start small with something for you could even just be listening to this podcast. That is just you time um, where you just have space and time for you. And then that can start to stem out in other areas of your life too. Agree. Oh yeah, totally go. And and yeah, when you have your cup of coffee or or, you know, whatever, that's the time you just sit down and just like, okay, I can, I'm going to just breathe here. I'm just going to sit and just, you know, breathe and do nothing. But you're right. It's a a lot of us have those It's obligations, Mm -hmm. but you start small with anything. Yeah. One foot in front of the other and just baby steps and baby steps. Eventually Um, my husband always says, don't look at Everest. Just look at, look at base camp. Just get yourself, he always says, just get yourself to base camp. Just get there, you know, and just one step at a time and you get there. And that is true, isn't it? Because once you get to this, what you're like, oh my God, it looks so, and that's manifesting, you know, like even coming, I drip fed this coming to South Australia. I drip fed it for, you know, a while, just fed it, you know, kept feeding the seed. Not in my mind, my mind was already said I had to drip, drip feed this to my husband. Oh, yes. And eventually, yes, you know, it is. It's a, it's a, and, and sometimes we do it subconsciously. We don't even know that we're doing, we're manifesting. I think that, I think yeah. sometimes we just, you know, like you go to bed at night and you wake up in the morning and you go, oh my God, that was an amazing dream. I always remember my dreams like they were real. Really? Oh yeah. Sometimes it's frightening. Sometimes I wake up and go, oh, thank God that was just a dream. Yes. <laughs> How would that really didn't happen? But yes, I uh, very realistic. And I think mm-hmm. that's manifesting to some people. That's what they do. It. And even if that's the, the time that you're talking about, the me time, mm-hmm. when you just take yourself to bed a little bit earlier than, you know, anyone else and just lay there and think about things and then, you know, drift yourself off to sleep. That's true. In a, in a good mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't watch anything frightening before you get in bed or something like that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Now, was there anything else that you wanted to mention on reinventing yourself? 
yeah, I just think that people shouldn't be afraid of the work, you know, reinventing, transforming, design, default. I think any way you get there, I think. And, and I also think that if you're happy in yourself and you don't need to, then, you know, don't, what is that? They say, don't reinvent the wheel or there, yeah. you know, there, there's some old school saying, probably before your time, Julie, but there's an old school <laughs> saying about reinventing the wheel, I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, why, you know, why do it? But if you're at a stage in your life where you think, you know, something that you need something or you're missing something, then you need to, I think you need to look within and think, well, is it time? What is it? What is it that I need to change? And then it's what you said. It's one step, you know, think, you know, me time. And then as you've got this me time, you can start manifesting what it is your, you know, what's your ideal situation. And come on, it's not always going to be ideal to start with, but that doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. Sometimes, you know, look, you, things happen, like you said, for sometimes it's the universe, like what made me walk in on that night to that, you know, to that gym, what made you know, what made me on that day leave that situation, what made you know, mm. sometimes it's just, it's just, you know, you sometimes just have to go with it, right? Yeah, and I know that this sounds so cliche, but I swear, the more life I live, the more I feel that literally anything is possible. And like, I mean, you can just like look around and kind of see all of the lives that people are leading where they're like, holy shit, I would have never imagined I would end up here, but look at where I am now. And it's because I took the risk on, I left that old life and, and I'm not saying people have to leave their old lives. No, I don't. Of course. But, but like that, they kind of took a leap from an old reality of sorts into a new one, not knowing what the future has. And, and this is another thing. It's like, I think you said it the other day, actually, of like the sometimes like the safest place to be is out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like the, you know, the best place to go for the biggest growth is outside of your comfort zone because co your comfort zone is all that you know. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. Oh my God. It's so scary to leave your comfort zone. It, it like, it is scary. You got to put on your, your boots and just, yeah, just go. And it's, again, it's risk reward, you know? Um, and, and that's exactly right. Like I, I would, I have ever in a million years thought I would be living in on the other side of the world in yeah. Australia. Like, would I ever have thought that any of this like if you told me that I would have thought, yeah sure I don't think so well I was going to marry a Kiwi like really I didn't even consider that country you know what I mean it's so far from America thinking that I would have yeah and that was a life that I also hid that life for many 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 you know I didn't tell my children until they were older you know so it was a life that I led that I've kept way in 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 my past mm. and just gone on with my with my new you know new over and over life but yeah you're exactly right I think that um it's getting out of the comfort zone and that is a damn scary place to be but it is the best place to be because it's the only place you're ever going to change you're never going to change if you stay in your comfort zone and like like we talked about that's okay for some people, it's okay. It's not a bad, you, you should never feel bad about going, hey, I'm happy where I am because that's awesome, right? That's, hey, that's the, that's the zone we all want to be in, right? Exactly. Can I get in your zone? Like where, move over. Make some space for me. Make some space for me in that comfort zone. Uh, but do you know what I mean? It's, we need to, you know, create that for ourselves and maybe for, and think about all the times that you've jumped into something, Julie, yourself and moved, like you've moved, like, look where you are. And it would have been like, what it's, it's scary, but it's exhilarating 
and it's exciting and it's all those things all in one that you can't explain to someone when you do that leap it's like your heart's beating and you're and you're scared at the same time but you're excited and i think that when you've got that feeling you want to replicate that feeling again do you know what i mean it because you realize when you get to that next step like oh i got here this is pretty good wow but it was pretty cool how i got it and then and that's what i think some people um just have that in them yeah totally i think we can i think we can end there that was okay beautiful. i think so okay thank you so was, much oh thank you for having me it's been like it's been so good just shooting the shit with you that's been great and so when is timing for your podcast launch a win is timing. Oh, well, that's a good question. Because now I'm a doer. Um, <laughs> um, well, I, I'll, I'll have to let you know, but soon, okay. probably, okay. you know, soon. Now, see, soon is it like soon's not like got a date on it, but you know. Coming soon. soon. Stay tuned, coming, everyone. Stay, I like that. Stay tuned. Coming soon. Yes. <laughs> you have a name for it? Um. No, I don't. Well, when I was uh, launching this podcast, I had recorded a few podcasts and I didn't have a name for it yet. Okay. So that okay. I had already started recording and then I, ha I had no name and I was like, I don't know what this thing's going to be called, but we have three podcasts ready. <laughs> How did you come up with your name? It's so good. Um, it's, it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It kind of just came to my mind because... I'm a pretty deep person and I have a lot of deep conversations. Um, yeah. So that, and then also, yeah, like I'm very int introspective and, um, but also, I don't know, at the same time, like I love superficial things and I love being really shallow and joking around <laughs> about things. Like I love all, all the stupid, obvious jokes that one could make, like the, like, it doesn't take any intellect to make these jokes. I make them. So like, I love operating there as well, but then I like to like go really deep into like, you know, <laughs> everyone's experiences. <laughs> you're multifaceted, see, you're multifaceted. So you can go you, and you're a chameleon, see? So, so on the outside, and you know what? I always think it's not so bad for people to see you in one aspect when you know, like, there's so much more. It's like, yes, okay, so much more. So mm -hmm. I love your name. So that you just actually really named it after yourself, really. Basically. So I, I, I can't really call mine, you know, shooting the shit with Trish. But you, you could. Know, <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody sees a podcast out there, they'll know that's me. But I don't think that's what I'll name it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay. All right, Julie. Thank you. And have a great weekend ahead. Take care. Okay. Bye. If you're enjoying the Go Deep podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts as well as follow on Instagram at go deep underscore podcast. If you think this episode can help someone in some way, shape or form, please share it with them because that's what it's here for. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.